I'm Mark Pender for Econa Day with Mark Rogers, Senior Economist for Econa Day. Mark, the markets are still s sorting through Friday's jobs uh, report for March. Uh, what stands out for you? And tell us about the U6 underemployment rate. Well, there was quite a bit that happened in the jobs report. Uh, first thing is job growth is improving but not as much as forecast. Uh, it's a positive, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a positive that growth is improving, but uh, markets, equity markets declined Friday due to uh, expectations not being met. Total non-farm pay payroll jobs rose 192,000 in March. Uh, there were some upward revisions for the prior two months, but analysts projected 215,000 for March. So there is a little bit of disappointment, but in reality, there's there's improvement, uh, just not as much as expected. The unemployment rate held steady at 6.7 percent, near expectations. And the new number on the radar, that's the U6 underemployment rate. Fed Chair Janet Yellen has indicated that the U6 number is a key labor market indicator that she watches. And the U6 underemployment rate edged up to 12.7% from 12.6% in February. But there were some positives. Uh, looking ahead to the personal income report, private aggregate weekly earnings rose 0.7%. That, that, there's no way around it. That, that's strong. Also, production worker hours and manufacturing jumped 1.3% for the month. And that suggests a very strong manufacturing component for March industri industrial production. So even though some headline numbers were disappointing, uh, there were some detailed numbers that were, uh, they were notably strong. Well, there was nothing disappointing about vehicle sales. They were uh, perhaps the most overlooked report last week, uh, and it posted a very large gain for March. Absolutely. Uh, that, that, that's been under the radar. Of course, the problem is uh, the numbers trickle in during the day, and you don't have a final number until uh, equity markets have closed. But unit vehicle sales, they surged a monthly 6.9% in March to a 16.4 million annual rate. Uh, to me, this suggests that there indeed is a spring rebound that's happening. And uh, in contrast to other numbers, the motor vehicle sales numbers are going to add to Q1 estimates. Um, it looks like the spring rebound is on. 
Well, that's so interesting, and we saw it, uh, and we're seeing it first in vehicle purchases. Uh, and that's a big commitment, isn't it, Mark? To, uh, or is this a lot of replacement demand? Where is this demand coming from? <laughs> to me personally, it's not complicated. If you've got extremely adverse weather in January and February, and you've got a durable good such as an auto, you don't feel desperate to go shopping in extremely frigid weather, and now the weather's improved. It's the spring rebound effect, and I don't think it's even more complicated than that. Well, we also had uh, the trade deficit, uh, international trade numbers, and it was uh, unexpectedly wide at $42.3 billion. Curious, uh, curiously, the Winter Olympics uh, played a key role uh, in the widening. Is that right, Mike? That's one of those interesting statistics. Yes, the trade deficit widened, and normally the, the services surplus and that's one area where the US is positive the services surplus usually that uh, dampens the overall deficit but uh, exports of services were virtually unchanged from January to February and imports of services actually increased 0.8 billion for the month and a lot of that was due to an increase in royalties and licenses fees for rights to broadcast the 2014 Olympic Winter Games. So it's just a curiosity month. It looks like um, the gap is stable, even though there are issues in Europe and Asia. Uh, February was a statistical aberration month. Well, let's uh, look ahead to this week's calendar. We're ta taping Monday midday, and uh, we have consumer credit coming up at 3 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, what are you looking for there, Mark? Well, the big question, uh, we've had some improvement or impact from the government assuming uh, private ownership of, uh, of student loans. So uh, what we need to look for is whether or not a revolving credit improves outside of that. And that could, in, that could reflect an increase in advancing consumer demand. Um, the other item uh, that stands out is jobless claims rose last week after a large drop the week before. So jobless claims, as usual, will be an important report. And we also have the FOMC minutes on, on Wednesday. That's right. Uh, there's a lot of debate within the FOMC right now about uh, taper. It does seem that taper is on unless there's exceptional circumstances 
that suggest that taper should either be uh, hurried or slowed. And the minutes will add to that debate. So uh, the minutes are going to be key this, this week. Well, thank you very much as always, Mark Rogers of Econoday. I'm Mark Pender for Econoday.